Amen, amen, amen. I want to welcome you all into Liberty Christian Church International. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so excited to be with you all today. It is July the 4th. It is uh, uh, the 4th of July, amen. And it's a, a holiday that we get to celebrate our independence. But more importantly, it's a, it's a day that we get to celebrate God. So I promise you I'm not going to be before you long. I just wanted to make sure um, that we that we honor God and we spend our time with God like we normally do on Sunday. Amen. So if all hearts and minds are prepared, let's go before the throne of grace in prayer. And we're going to get into some word. Amen. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God. <clears throat> we thank you, God, for this day. For this is the day that you have made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. God, we just thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us breath in our body, use of our limbs. We thank you, God, for all that you've done, for all that you've been, and all that you are in our life. Now, God, as we prepare our hearts and minds to hear your word, we just thank you, God, for what you're going to do. We ask, God, that you intervene, that you have your way, that you do what nobody else can do. And that's be our God. We thank you, God, that deliverance is going to take place today. We thank you, God, that revelation will take place today. We thank you, God, that healing will take place today. We thank you, God, that restoration will take place today, God. God, we speak victory over our life. We speak abundance over our life. We speak joy over our life. God, you said anything that we ask in your son Jesus' name, that shall you give unto us, God. So right now, God, according to your will, according to your purpose, but more importantly, according to the love and faithfulness you have towards us, God, we honor you on this day. We ask you, God, right now to make uh, atmospheres conducive for your word, make atmospheres conducive for your plan, make atmospheres conducive to receive what thus saith the Lord. And God, in return, we give you our all. We submit ourselves to you. Now hide this your servant behind the cross 
so that people will see not only me, but they will see all of thee. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, I promise you that uh, that that what God is getting ready to do with us today is going to be an amazing time, an amazing day, an amazing opportunity. If you are online with us, do me a favor. Go ahead and share this with a couple of people. I want to welcome in our online audience on today and just welcome you into this place and into this atmosphere of worship. Um, I know that people are getting uh, food prepared, people are getting grills prepared, people are uh, headed out to the beach, but if you have a chance, just do me a favor. Um, somebody type hello, somebody type good morning, somebody simply just type, I'm here, Pastor. Um, and, and so we can uh, so we can know that you're here. Um, somebody type amen. If you're excited about God's word, if you're excited about what God is getting ready to do today, somebody simply type amen. And realize that what we're going to do right now. We're going to go ahead and get our announcements and our offering out the way. Um, our announcements for the week, uh, we know that very soon we'll be having our church cookout on July 17th. If you have not, um, some information will be made aware this week about our church cookout um, so that we can make sure we have accurate numbers for our church cookout. Um, the location and everything will be provided very shortly and very soon so that uh, we can make sure that you are there. Amen. Um, not only that, um, we have our, at the end of August, um, we're preparing for our church, uh, our State of the Church address at the end of August. The last Saturday in August, we are going to have our State of the Church address. There is a lot of pertinent information about the church moving forward, about ministries being developed, about assignments, about uh, just different places that we're looking to plant each and every last one of you, and how we're going to be moving forward in ministry. Also, we have some other new and exciting uh, information that we want to provide to the church. Um, we're, you, I'll be letting that, I'll be sending out messages and emails about that this week. Um, but God is doing some amazing things for us here at Liberty. I know that you noticed that I'm not in the park today. Um, that's because it is 4th of July. And I want to make sure that um, you all get the time to spend with your family and, and just knowing that uh, this is a day of celebration. So we will be back in the park next week. Um, uh, information will be sent out about where we're, the location and everything throughout this week. Amen. So it's just going to be an awesome time. Right now at the bottom of your screen, you see um, ways that you can give here at Liberty. It's offering time. The Bible says, given it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken, shall men give into your bosoms. The Bible says that um, uh, 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 so as a man uh, thinketh, so is he. And we're here at Liberty, and we want to make sure that you have the opportunity to sow into this ministry. This ministry is a phenomenal ministry. Um, and I'm not just saying it because I'm the pastor, but there are some phenomenal people that are a part of Liber Liberty. There are some phenomenal uh programs and assignments that are a part of Liberty that are coming up. Liberty is moving in a prophetic direction, and we're just excited about what God is doing here, and we want to give you the opportunity to be a part of it. If you're not, if you can't be here physically, um, we know that you're here spiritually. We know that you're here virtually. We know that you can also be here and so financially. Amen. Um, 
we, we, we often have times where it seems like uh, the church just asks for money, but I, I, it's, not, um, it's not so. Everything that you sow into liberty is used to advance the kingdom assignment. It's also used for community efforts to reach back to the community, and I just want to make sure that you understand that. Um, and, and everything that you sow into liberty is tax deductible as well, but you are sowing on good and fertile ground. Right now at the bottom of your screen, you see our different ways to give here at Liberty, and that's through Cash App, and that's uh, the dollar sign with Liberty Church MD. Also, you can go to our website, www.lccimd.org backslash give, and also you can type the word, if you uh, open up your text messages and type the word give uh, to that number, 222-667-3736. It will give you directions about how you can sign up to give. Uh, you can either become a, a weekly contributor, a monthly contributor, or if you just want to sow one seed. Uh, and and uh, once again, we, we appreciate anything that you sow into this ministry. Amen. Liberty Partners, please sow your tithes and your offerings. Um, as usual, uh, in your comment section, if you want to put offering or if you want to put tithe down there instead of uh, texting uh, give, if you put the dollar amount and put tithe or dollar amount and offering, it will go to the, uh, to the selected uh, areas in the church. Amen. So I do want to pray. I'm excited about this word, and I'm excited about jumping and getting to this word. So I want to pray over the offering. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for the offering. We thank you for the giver. We ask you, God, right now to bless the giver. We ask, God, that you uh, bless them a hundredfold of their heart's desire to give. Uh, God, we know that you said even with the women, with the widow woman who gave the two shekels, that it is better to give than to receive, God. But it was uh, also uh, received more because she gave of a cheerful and a and, and a glad heart, God. So we just thank you, God, for those that gave. And God, we ask right now that you allow this offering to be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Listen, Liberty, we have been talking, and I have dumped, jumped into this series entitled uh, uh, Fishing. And, and within that series has been developed a whole nother, uh, uh, many series within that series. But if you are online, if you can remember what the acronym for FISH and ING was, uh, the fishing first and foremost stood for faith casting. Um, the, the I stood for investing in your identity. Uh, the S was strategically investing in others. And the H was for honoring God, honoring family, and honoring your assignment. Um, and, and that the ing part that's on the end of fishing was because it's an active verb. It takes a noun and turns it into a verb, and it makes it active. So instead of it just being fish, it's fishing because we're constantly in the process of doing God's will and doing God's assignment in the earth. We know that we dealt with the Luke scripture about Jesus and uh, Peter and James and John when they were at the seashore. After Jesus had preached, he told them to go back out into the deep and cast their nets. Peter uh, said, we have been out there all night and we haven't done anything, but he said, at your command, we'll go back into the earth. I mean, we'll go back and cast out our nets. When they cast out their nets, it, it was so full of fish 
that they had to call their partners. They had to call the other boats, almost to the point where the boat was sinking. Um, so we've been dealing with this about fishing as kingdom citizens, fishing into the kingdom, fishing out into the world, because the Bible says our assignment is to make disciples of all men. Amen. It's, uh, our assignment has been to go into the earth and make disciples of all men. So if that in, in that process and in that mindset, I need you all to get this and understand that that there is a, there's a principle about fishing. There's something that God has been dealing with us and, and trying to get to us about how to fish. And I believe as we move forward today, that as we, li as we listen to the Word of God, as we read the Word of God, as we begin to dive into this Word of God on today, that we're in the I phase of this. We're talking about investing in yourself. And it, it's no other day that's greater than that than today. Um, yes, I know we have Juneteenth. I know for us as a people, but uh, this is a, a day that is considered a day of liberty. Amen? A day of freedom, a day that we are set apart. And we know our motto here is where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. So I need you all to grab your Bibles. Do me a favor. Lift up your Bibles. Let's make our Bible declaration and get into this word. Repeat after me. Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible. It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Do me a favor. Open up your Bibles to uh, Colossians, the, the first chapter. Colossians, the first chapter. This is where we've been setting our, uh, setting our place at on this, these last couple of weeks. And I need you all uh, it's just an awesome time um, to do this. So Colossians, the first chapter, we're going to look at the 20th, actually the 19th through the 23rd verse. Colossians, the first chapter, looking at the 19th through the 23rd verse. And it reads as this, reading from the New American Standard Bible. I mean, not, a, not the New American, my apologies, the King, New King James Version. It said, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fulfilledness should dwell. Uh, underline these scriptures while you're there. And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. I think we missed one. And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has what? reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you what holy and blameless somebody say holy somebody say blameless and above reproach in his sight verse number 23 if indeed you continue in what in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. This, this morning or this afternoon, I really want to deal with this topic, a new reality set free. 
a new reality set free. Um, when we look at this and we understand where we are with this and, and, and we're dealing with um, the, who Paul was talking to in this uh, talking to in this letter to the church at Colossia. He was talking to a group of men that were uh, uh, were supposed to be set free because they had received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, but yet he found himself. Uh, making sure that they really understood what freedom looked like, what liberty looked like, what a release looked like. Uh, because too often times they, they found themselves constantly hearing from uh, traditional Jews about what it meant or the Jews that had came over to Christianity but wanted to bring uh, the law of certain things over into Christianity and they were causing confusion and it was making things seem like these men were not free by simply believing on the name of Jesus Christ and uh, repenting of their sins. But Paul came and Paul had to let them know once again, this is not, th this is not Judaism. This is Christianity. This is what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has called us into. And in part of this and understanding and identifying uh, our new identity or investing in our identity, we have to realize that this is not not what you've been used to. This is not the world's standards that you're living by. Somebody type amen. This is not uh, uh, where you've been at before in your life. This is not what it looked like prior to your relationship with Jesus Christ. You are free from the guilt of sin. You are free from the bondage. You are free from uh, uh, the penalty of death and, and with Satan. And now you're in a place and an understanding, prophetess Henson, Henson that, that, that God is releasing you. God is calling you out from amongst them. God is preparing a place for you, Deaconess Tansy, that he's separating you from what the world tries to hold you bound by. This this Fourth of July day. Could you imagine after uh, after the United States, after all their fighting that they did uh, with Europe and and with Britain and and the Queen and King of England, that if they 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 finally were set free, get this, but then wanted to wanted to then know that they're free, but then return themselves to the same bondage, the same rules, the same regulations that they wanted freedom from. Uh, too often times is that, that that's how we look in the world. Uh, we come to the cross with all of our burdens, our baggage, our hurt, our neglect, our abuse. We, we bring it all to the cross and ask Jesus to, to, to free us from this sin, to free us from this feeling. We give him our life, but yet when we walk back out, we don't walk out in liberty. We walk out struggling and fighting against that thing that God has said already said, I've released you from. So today I need you to grab hold of this thing about my uh, investing in your identity. So get this, that you can feel free so that your spirit can operate in freedom, so that your spirit can operate in a different manner than what it's been used to. Because once again, if we are to go into the world and make fish and be disciples of all, make disciples of all men, we got to get back to fishing properly. What is fishing again? Like I said, now it's on the, on the bottom of your screen. It's first and foremost, faith casting. 
The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By faith, the worlds were formed. By faith, uh, uh, Abraham offered up a more uh, a pleasing sacrifice. If you want to read that scripture, it's Hebrews 1, Hebrews 11, read the whole chapter. I call that the faith chapter in the Bible because it talks about the different measures and the different levels of faith. And we got to understand that as we are fishing, as we are trying to bring others into the kingdom of God, that first and foremost, we have to faith cast. Faith cast means I have to operate by those things that, that are not as though they were. I got to begin to uh, uh, do, do and, and, and present myself in a way that, that, that I may not have understood about me. But I'm free because I'm, I'm, I'm the, because I'm free in Christ. So I'm free now to be able to faith cast properly. Not only that, I have to invest in your identity. That's where we're at with this reality part, uh, the, a new reality, because investing in my and your reality means I am changing the mindset of who I used to be. I'm putting on a new identity. I've gone into witness protection program, and what God has done while I'm in the witness protection program is place me in a new area, in a new region, with a new identity. Even though my physical appearance might look the same that it's always looked, but he's given me a new identity and a new name. So that when somebody approaches me from the world I, and they say, hey, weren't you this one that did this? No, I'm no longer that. No, I'm no longer bound by that. No, you can no longer hold me in guilt of that because I've submitted my life to Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, behold, I am a new creature. Old things have passed away and behold, I am born again. Somebody testify and type, I'm born again. So if I'm investing in my identity, I got to realize first and foremost that I'm set free. I keep saying this set free word because that's what we're going to deal with today in our text and in our scripture. I have to realize that I'm set free. I'm no longer held. I'm no longer held or bound by what the enemy has tried to throw on me. You're no longer bound by what the enemy has tried to tell you that you are your only good as. You're no longer bound by what the enemy has tried to tell you uh, 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 your family has to be. I dare somebody simply say, I'm no longer bound by what my enemy declared about me. Matter of fact, the Bible says, whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to, and, and for me, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. That means I have to change my mindset. I have to change some ways that I operate. I have to change some ways that I do things. I have to change the way that I see things. Why? Because if I'm not only investing in my identity, then I have to have the strategic ability to invest in others. Yeah, I got to invest in others according to my assignment. It may hurt. It may cause me to lose some people. It may cause me to separate from some people, but I have to strategically invest in others. The Bible said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Not only do I have to strategically invest in others, but get this, I have to, I have to remember that my first honor that it, it, it's bound up is caught in honoring God. Because through me honoring God, then I can honor my family properly. 
If I can honor my family properly, then I can honor the assignments that God is giving me. Yeah, and so now, if, we're, if we got to get to these places, it first, once again, starts with investing in your identity. Somebody say, I need a new identity. As a matter of fact, not even I need a new identity, but I need a new reality. Amen? So now, listen. If I'm investing in my identity, and I got to feel like I am released, I got to feel like I am released. We're getting the scripture now. So I need you to grab your Bibles. I need you to grab your pens. I need you to grab your papers. This is not going to be a hoop and holler message, but this is going to be a very uh, uh, profound uh, message for you so that you can leave here today. Just as this country is trying to celebrate independence, you get to have the opportunity to celebrate your own released independence into the kingdom of God. Amen. So I'm fishing. Somebody say, I got to identify. Uh, I'm investing in my identity and have to believe I have a new reality. Somebody declare, I'm released. I'm released. I'm released. I'm released. Listen, if we look at scripture on, the, on, on today, um, I, I got a couple of points that I need you to get. If you look at Colossians 2 and 20, and it says this, and by him to reconcile uh, all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you see that, 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 that I have some things that I need you to realize. Because when we see this scripture, it's, it's identifying that Jesus Christ, guess what, has already done something on our behalf. It says again, and him who reconciled, uh, uh, and him who reconciled all things to himself by himself, uh, whether things on earth or whether things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of his cross. When Jesus went to the cross of Calvary, we know that there was a, 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 a transition of taking our sin and bringing it upon him, go, dying, going into hell. He, 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 he went into hell. He conquered Satan in the grave. When he came out, the Bible says that he had all authority over death and the grave. And so now when he comes out, he has been our, uh, he has been our, um, our sacrifice for sin. He's been our sacrifice for what we could not do in the physical. He's been our sacrifice for what we could not do in the spiritual. He's been our sacrifice for what we could not do in the earth. So now we have to realize that through him, the Bible said first that we died with him, but also because he was raised from the dead, that we were raised with him. Somebody declare, I was raised with him. And because we were raised with him, we got to identify what it means to be released. Because if he conquered the, uh, death in the grave, that means we have already accomplished that release from that. So we're no longer bound by the sin of death in the grave. Amen. We're no longer bound by that for those that believe, for those that have given their life to Christ, for those who have submitted themselves. Let, let's get that straight, because you have to be a believer in Jesus Christ to be able to access and identify with this new reality that you're released. So I need somebody to declare that because of my commitment and because of my repentance, I am now released. 
So get this. If I if that is the thing, then I need you to realize this, that the first thing is that when you have been set free, get this, and when you have been set free, then, then, then I need you to ask yourself this question. If you have been set free because scripture says we're set free, then why do you do this? Why do you act like a captive? Why do you act like a captive? Because too often we come to the cross, we give our life to Christ, we walk away from the cross, and we still feel like we're left in the bondage that we had before the cross. But the Bible says that if he has already set you free, which scripture tells us whom the son sets free is truly free indeed. And then even our foundational scripture where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. If that's the case, if that's the understanding, if that's the word, then we must realize that God has already transitioned us from this place of captivity to this place of freedom. Somebody say, I've been released. See, I've been released because I believe in the blood. I've been released because I believe that he died on Calvary's cross for me. I believe that I'm released because I have a relationship. And he said that I'm an heir and a joint heir with him. And I believe that I'm adopted in the beloved. So if I'm all of this, then why is it that we constantly struggle with believing that we're released? Somebody say amen. If you constantly believe that you are released, then you can see the transformation in your life take place. You can see your new reality begin to manifest on a daily. If you believe that you're released, you can understand that I may be going through a situation in my life, but God has released me into a new environment, a new understanding, a new perspective, a new way of thinking, a new reality for me. He's released me in a, into a proper relationship. He's released me to be loved like I should be loved. He's released you to be blessed like you should be blessed. He released you to be healed like you should be be healed. He released your mind to be renewed, Romans 12, 1 and 2. He has released you to transform who you used to be into who he called you to be. But first, you got to accept that you're released. You're released from even the, the bondage of your past identity. Yeah, you're released from the things that you've done that have, uh, that, that have caused you harm. And you got to understand that and believe that your new reality offers a new perspective. You got to be able to open up your eyes. You got to be able to open up your spiritual eyes, your spiritual ears. You got to be able to be reconciled and reconditioned to believe that God is who he said he is. Yeah, so, so, so not only that, I need you to get this, that when you have been set free, if we look at Colossians 2 and 21, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has done what? Reconciled. He said, and you who once were alienated and enemies. You, you, did you pick up that, that, that past tense? Who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works that you did. Yet now he has reconciled. 
How did he reconcile? Because he died on the cross. And then you believe. You gave your life to him. So now you believe. So no longer are you uh, uh, once enemies or uh, 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 once um, or, or once this or, or alienated. You are no longer that anymore because of your relationship. Somebody say, I got relationship. If you have relationship, you are no longer bound by persecution. You are no longer bound by the affliction. You are no longer bound by what your naysayers say. You are no longer bound by things of that troubled your past. Because you have an opportunity to grow from this moment, from your day of independence, you have the opportunity to grow and become who God has called you to be. Somebody lay your hands on your head and tell me, it's time for my mind to be set free so I can become what God has called me to be. It's time for my heart to be set free so I can become what God has called me to be. It's time for my, my, my spirit to be released so I can become who God called me to be. Because I need you to get this. When you have been set free, why do you simply go through this? Why do you uh, remain constricted? Why do you remain constricted? Why do you remain felt like you're in a vice of the enemy? See, the enemy knows that you are, 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 are more powerful than you believe about yourself. The enemy knows that you have more abilities and capabilities than what you've been thinking about to yourself up until this moment. How do I know? Because if the enemy, uh, uh, if the enemy thought you was defeated, he would leave you alone and move on to somebody else who was more of a threat to him. Somebody declare, I'm a threat to the enemy. And because I'm a threat, that's why I face the things that I go through. But I need you to realize this about yourself, that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Why is it that way? Because the enemy, the Bible says that he goes around like a roaring lion seeking who he may devour. It, it, when, when, when he knows that you have promise, when he knows you have purpose, when he knows that you have relationship with God, his biggest tactic is to influence your mind to think that you're still held, held captive. Yeah, that you're still constricted, that you don't have the power to overcome your situation, that you don't have the power to overcome those things that are going on in your life. That you don't have the power to, to, to speak those things that are not as though they were. That you don't have the power to faith cast. See, when he believes that you don't have power, he does not believe that you have the power to faith cast. Or not even that he does not believe that your power, when he can convince you that you don't have power, you won't faith cast. You won't be like uh, uh, when Jesus told uh, James, uh, James, John, and Peter, when he told Peter to go back into the ocean and cast down their nets, Peter's first intentions was to say, Lord, we've been out there all night. But if you're fishing, it, it, it does not matter. I, I, I need to give you all this. Uh, uh, I, for a long time, I thought ministry had to look a certain way. I thought I had to preach a certain way. I thought I had to have certain things involved in ministry to be considered acceptable in ministry. But God said, I did not call you to fish the way I called somebody else to fish. 
I did not call you to go after uh, 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 the, go after the lost the same way I called somebody else to go after the lost. But I, what I need you to do is stop trying to be what everybody else thinks you should be. If I told you to cast your net, if I told you to go to a certain region, if I told you to, 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 to be a certain way, if I told you to use technology, if I told you uh, to do certain things a certain way, why are you paying attention to what you've already done? When I called you to go back into the ocean, when I called you to go back into the lake, when I called you to go back into the river, I called you because I said cast the net. Somebody got to realize, no matter what it looks like, no matter how many times you failed before when God says go cast the net you cannot sit there and live under the burden of what you failed at before somebody got to say I'm released from my past failures I'm released from my past situations I'm released from my past highs and my past lows because too often do we miss the mark of being set free because get this we'll remain stuck in our past accomplishments Oh, I used to be this. I used to be that. And God said, that was your past. Now what I'm trying to do with you is present you as a new person. I'm presenting you in a new light. I'm presenting you a new way. And what I got to do is release, release you from the bondage, the burden, and the reality of what things used to look like. The way church looks like in this 20 in year 2021 is a, a complete 180 from what it looked like last year in 2020. What it looked like in 2019. What it looked like in the early 2000s. And definitely it's a change in what it looked like in the 1900s, the 1990s. So now we got to be able to accept that God is releasing a new thing. Somebody declare that God is releasing a new thing. And if God is releasing a new thing, I got to be willing to get aboard with God so that I can see the release of that new thing in my life. What are you looking for God to release in your life that you've been holding on to something old and you do not have the capacity Get this, you do not have the capacity to be poured in with the new thing that God is trying to do. Somebody to say, I got to stop being constricted. Yeah, I got to stop living bound up by what everybody else thinks. And, and, and for men and women of God, I'm telling you that God is fishing, is sending you out to fish in a new way. God is calling you to fish opposite of what you used to do. Yeah, I heard this pastor, and, I'm, and, 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 and I got to take this. Uh, I heard this pastor earlier this week explain fishing. And because I've been on this thing for the last two months where I've been out constantly fishing, it related intently with me. He said, man goes out and fishes with a rod and a reel. And when he fishes, he casts his line, and if he gets a small fish, he does not find that small fish acceptable. So he throws that small fish back into the lake, back into the river, back into the ocean. And he casts his line looking for a bigger fish. Whether it's, we, see, 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 and when you're fishing, we're constantly getting in our mindset of we're looking for something specific. 
the black church, the, the, the black pastor is trying to cast his line out to draw the black uh, churchgoer in or the, the, the black person looking for a relationship with Christ. The white church, the white pastor is casting his line out trying to draw in what, what, what he feels like it should look like in his church. Uh, the, the, the Asian pastor, the Hispanic pastor, all casting their lines out looking for what they're accept, what they feel like they should accept into their body of Christ, into that body of Christ that God has given them stewardship over. But get this, they did not have fishing poles and fishing rods. But when Jesus told Peter to take his boat back out and cast into the lake, they didn't use fishing rods and get one fish. What the Bible says, they casted their nets down. I'm preaching this real quick. He, they cast their nets down, and when they cast their nets down, they got a plethora of fish. It didn't say that it was all bass. It did not say that it was all perch. It did not say that it was all trout. But when they cast their net, the Bible says that there was an overflow of fish. What was that net cast? The net cast was the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing this to your table real quick. The net cast was not just by color. The net cast was not just by ethnicity. The net cast was not just by race. It was cast out because the gospel of Jesus Christ should compel us all. So within that net, when they drew the net back in, Jesus did not say um, that I'm only going to sing you to 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 uh, make be fishermen of Jewish people. I did not say he did not say I'm only sending you to be fishers of 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 your relate your race or what is comfortable to you. He said no. I'll make you fishers of all men. Somebody declare that God is transitioning me to fishing. Because get this, as we cast, cast our net down in the 21st century, God is saying, are you willing and are you capable of no longer being constricted so I can do a new thing, that I can release what I've called you to in reality? I'm not just calling you to your ethnic race. I'm not just calling you to your, uh, to, to your uh, 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 social economic status. And we as the church have to start realizing that there are not just people in poverty that need Jesus Christ. There are people who are uh, a middle class who think that, that, that they're, they're settled that need Jesus Christ. There are those that are rich that we need to minister to to tell them about the love of Jesus Christ. We cannot just simply uh, uh, only appeal uh, with, the, with, the, with the woe is me mindset. We got to begin to deliver them. And here at Liberty, if we're calling ourselves set free, if we're calling ourselves re released, I need you all to grab hold of that these are the things that we have to minister to people, that we are released, that we are brand new, that God is calling us from darkness into his marvelous light. And those that are walking in the abundance and the joy and the blessing of God is who God is calling us to minister to. Yes, we will minister to all people. He said, I've sent you to all men. He said uh, 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 to the outside sing you to the homeless. I'll sing you to the broken. I'll sing you to the hurt. But it does not mean that I'm just sending you to them. I'm trying to expand where you're casting your net to. 
I'm trying to expand how you see ministry. I'm trying to expand how you vision this thing. And God is saying the way that you're visioning now has to be transformed and released. Why? I'm just about done. See, when you have found uh, uh, this, uh, in verse number 22, it says, In the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. I'm going to read that verse from, I'm going to read that verse again. It says, in the body of his flesh through death to present who? You holy. And to present you what? Blameless. And to present you above reproach in whose sight? His sight. That means you have been redeemed because of him. That means you have been redeemed and set free through him. That means the way he sees you, the way he envisions you, is that from a standpoint of being released and restored to righteousness. God is releasing and restoring to holiness. God is releasing and restoring to get this. What does it say? Blameless. And what he's saying now is that I've reconciled you to me in order for you to be who I called you to be. And if I called you to be this, there's nothing that man can do about it. There's nothing your, your, your troubled past can do. Because if you grab hold of me and we walk in liberty, if you grab hold of me and we walk in freedom, then you'll release and understand that I've set you apart for my purpose. I've set you apart with the plan. So get this, not only did that, when you have found the eternal, when you have found Christ, when you have found your relationship with God, and, and, and you understand that through his death, you have eternal life and have that what? More abundantly. He didn't say that, it, that you have found eternal life and, 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 and it puts you back into this old mind frame. He said when you have eternal life, you are set free. Not only that, when you have eternal life, get this, why would you want to remain in the temporary? What is the temporary? This place that you've been in your life for so long. This place that you feel and found your residence. This place that you found uh, 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 your comfort zone. God said, I'm drawing you out of your comfort zone so I can show you what liberty looks like. I can show you what favor looks like. I can show you what release looks like. I can show you what eternal salvation in me looks like. He said, when I release you from who you used to be, from your temporary, what's temporary? The hell you're going through right now. Somebody declare, my situation is only temporary. Somebody declare that I, I, I may look like I'm down and out, but you know what? It's only temporary. I dare somebody declare that, that I don't care what happened to me yesterday. That situation, that life is only temporary. I don't care what my bank account looks like. It's only temporary. Matter of fact, it's already replenished. I don't care what my, what, what, what my health looks like. I am already healed. 
I don't care uh, 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 what, what the naysayers say about me. I'm on, that is only temporary. What God said, spoke about me is eternal. Somebody declare some things that God spoke about you. Take, take about 15 seconds. God, I am the head and not the tail. God, I am above and not beneath. God, I shall, you shall decree a thing and it shall be established. God, my children are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image and in your likeness. God, you said you knew me before the foundations of the world. God, you said you would never put more on me than I could bear. God, you said your son Jesus. Jesus died for my sins. God, these are the things that you said. And God, you said that if you, that you are not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. If you said it, you shall perform it. God, I'm vision chasing. I'm faith casting. I dare somebody begin to speak into their right now, not into your tomorrow. Tomorrow, you can do that tomorrow. But I dare somebody speak into your right now. God, I'm set apart for good works. God, no greater love than in a man's show than to lay down his life for me. Uh, and God, you said you love me. God, you called me your friend. God, you said every place the sole of my feet shall tread upon that land shall be given unto me. I dare you begin to open up your mouth and then and just begin to faith cast uh, your stuff. Faith cast your steps. Faith cast your the plan that God has called you to. That he's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light that even those that are lying in the jail cell of their mind and in their recesses can begin to praise right now and the Bible says that there is a release that comes from your praise there's a release that comes from your worship there's a release that comes from your prayer I dare somebody begin to pray I dare somebody begin to just lift up your hands and begin to worship and glorify God I thank you that you are releasing me God I thank you for my new reality God God, I thank you that you have transitioned and transformed me. I, God, I thank you that I am above and not beneath. God, I simply thank you for all that you've done for me in my life. And because of it, I'm released into my newness. Why? Because I need you to see this in verse number 23. If indeed you continue in what? In the faith. See, that, that, that word faith has a, has a noun description and a verb description. He said, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Get this. This, this, this lifestyle is about preaching the gospel, hearing the gospel, receiving the gospel, and applying the gospel in our life. All the other stuff is great and nice and everything, but guess what? All the other stuff is temporary. What is eternal is the word of the living God. The Bible says that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. The Bible says that in the beginning I was, I am, and I will be. The Bible says that when Moses stood before him at, at, on, at Mount Sinai, he said, who should I tell them sent me? And God said, I am. 
I need you to put this at the end of it. I am, release me. Or I am released. I am, release my mind. Because I need you to get this. When you have found real power, when you have found real power, there's a transformation, a transition that you go from being powerless to powerful. You go from this, you go from only imagining what you can do. So if you have found real power in Jesus Christ, if you have found real power in his blood, why remain powerless? Why remain powerless in this season of a new reality? I saw a pastor today preaching from the, the poolside. <laughs> Those were things that God is has been showing me. He was preaching from the poolside, a, a megachurch pastor preaching from the poolside because God is showing a new reality. It's not just the podium that I got to stand behind to deliver God's word. But now I got to take the message to the captive. Now I got to take the message to places that people are going to instead of coming in the church. Yeah, that's a reality. Last two years ago, in 2018, when Liberty went into the movie theater to hold our worship services, it opened up a, a mindset to those that were coming in the movie theater that the church is coming out of the building. And coming to where they are. Because people will all day long live in their new reality. I want to do other things other than be at church on Sunday morning. And I know for those of us that grew up in church, that, that seems like it's so, uh, it's so much of a travesty. But there's a generation of people who saying, you know what? With technology, I can go to church anywhere, anytime. I can be at work. There are working professionals that are at work that are saying, listen, I got things to do on Sunday. Th these reports got to get done. And, 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 and I love you, God. But, but my reality is I, 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 don't, I, I, I can't be there today. So now what are we doing? God is saying, I'm calling you out of the building and I'm calling you into their lives. Jesus, a new reality is releasing us to minister the way God called us to minister. Out of the building in a lot of people's aspect. The building is wonderful. The Bible says never forget the, uh, the, the, the assembly of the saints. Never forsake the assembly of the saints. He said where two or three are gathered. But God is calling us back to evangelism. God is calling us back to discipleship. God is calling us for any of anybody on this listening to this broadcast that has not given their life to Christ. God is calling us back to finding you. Yeah, God is calling us back to finding you. So I need you to get this. 
in this new reality, we have found real power. We have found the eternal. We have been set free. And we have found Christ in this place. It's Liberation Day. It's Independence Day. Independent from the, the stereotype. Because now, get this, God is building the blueprint to invest in you. Somebody pointed themselves. God is investing in me. Because I'm his child. Because I was created to look like him. God is investing in me. God is showing us that there's a new reality. My new reality. Your new reality. Is a place that God is offering himself. Inside the building. Outside the building. In the car in the place where you're sitting and dwelling, God is releasing who you are. In this season and in this time. So now it's time to grab that reality and make it ours. Right now at the bottom of your screen, you see our text number for prayer. If you're making a decision to follow Christ, if you got questions about where you stand with Jesus Christ, there are so many people who don't know what it really means to give their life to Christ. The Bible says if you confess with your heart and believe in your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you shall be saved. What am I confessing? I'm confessing my sins. I'm confessing that I need him in my life. I'm confessing that, he, that I want him to be my Lord and Savior. This is not a white man's religion. This is not an Asian man's religion. This is not a black man's religion. This is the people of God's religion and faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is the substance of things hopeful and the evidence of things not seen. On this day, what are you going to choose to do? Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for this time. We thank you, God, for bringing to our mind a new reality. And on this day, as cookouts are taking place, as some are remembering this day of independence, that, God, you are making this the independence day of our spirit, the independence day that separates us from what the enemy is trying to do to us. That it's separating us from hearing the accuser of the brethren. And it's giving us hope in a new day. God, we love you. We worship you and we magnify your name. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, I told you this wasn't going to be long today. But I need you to grab hold of this. That if you have been in this place of bondage, I need you to declare, this is my independence day. This is my day to be set free. This is my day of renewed hope. This is my day of renewed, uh, a, a renewed desire to fulfill my purpose in God. 
this is my new day to be a better father to my kids. This is my new day to be a better mother to my kids. This is my independence day to become a better spouse. This is my independence day to no longer be bound by the guilt that I had. To no longer being bound by what has kept me in bondage for so long. This is my independence day from addiction. This is my independence day from lack. This is my independence day from social status. This is, somebody hear me. This is my independence day from people's opinion. This is my independence day from who left me. This is my independence day from the people that I've caused issues with. I'm, I'm asking for their forgiveness, but I need, to be, I need to be independent so that I can move forward. If that's you, somebody simply clap. Somebody type amen. Somebody simply declare, I'm independent. It's my independence. It's my day. It's my season. It's my time to walk free. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word today, God. We ask that this word be followed by signs, miracles, and wonders. We ask, God, that you deposit into the lives of the people listening, those that will listen, a spirit of independence, a spirit of liberty, a spirit of freedom. We thank you for all that you've done, for all that you will do, and we honor you like never before. Now go with us as we adventure out today, God. For those that have to work, be with us. Be a comfort, be a, be a hedge of protection around them. For those that go to cookouts, we speak safety over each and every family represented. We speak no hurt, harm, or danger shall befall them. God, release. I feel a spirit of release. Release, 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 release. Those who are going through painful situations, wraps them up in your arms, God. Show them your love and release them from the hurt and restore them to the love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Today was Communion Sunday. We're going to hold off communion until next Sunday when we're back in the park. Um, I love you. I love remember these, live on purpose, live for purpose, but most importantly, live in God's purpose. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen.